Last week, on July 28th, Eastern Kentucky was hit with an historic and devastated flood, making the second one in just a little over one year. Almost 700 people have been pulled from the waters by helicopter thanks to the Kentucky National Guard and hundreds, if not thousands more, rescued via boat by just their concerned neighbors. So many people have suffered not just the loss of their homes and their livelihood and their vehicles, but their loved ones as well, as we have almost 40 confirmed deaths so far, with many, many more missing. Sadly, a lot of the people that were devastated by this flood were also the ones who were hit the hardest last year. The recovery effort is on its way. People are beginning to clean up and eventually and hopefully rebuild. It's hard to get down and wore down in face of tragedies, especially one right after the other. It's so easy to just maybe give up. I've always been of the belief that music can be a healer. It can be a way to drag us up out of the dirt and the mud, and if only briefly, lift our spirits. On this episode, I'm going to feature 10 songs about hope and perseverance, and any and all proceeds earned by the streaming of this episode will be donated to the flood relief and recovery effort in my home in Eastern Kentucky. If you would like to donate, please see the show notes. I have a link right there. All you have to do is click on it and it will take you straight to Aspire Appalachia, which is one of the many organizations on the ground here in Eastern Kentucky helping those in dire need. So please listen to these songs that we're gonna talk about and play today and think about those in need and how you may be able to help if it's just given your money and or your time. For this is That One Show with Brian Combs, special edition, the Eastern Kentucky Flood Relief Effort, Songs of Hope. Days in all of history, of course, is September the 11th, 2001, 
when terrorists attacked the World Trade Centers in New York City as well as the Pentagon in Washington, D.C. In the immediate aftermath of the planes hitting the towers as well as their collapse, over 300 New York City firefighters and policemen died responding and trying to save the lives of those trapped. In his song, The Rising, Bruce Springsteen emphasizes with the brave souls of the men and women who died sacrificing themselves to try to save their fellow men and women. The first verse of The Rising begins with the narrator already being situated inside of one of the Twin Towers while it is on fire and on the verge of collapse. And his situation is very harrowing and very dangerous. For instance, just the physical burden of his equipment that he packs on his back is 60 pounds. Moreover, as he is climbing the steps of the tower, despite being lost in the smoke and nothing in front nor nothing in behind him, meaning he can barely see, and those knowledgeable with the situation know that such was likely due to him being blinded by all this smoke. Yet despite these circumstances, he had or she had to be terrified for their own life, but they continued to press forward, looking to save the lives of their fellow man. In the same way, the people of Eastern Kentucky rose up over the last several days, wading waters, bolting to houses, using anything in their disposal to save their neighbors in need, even though they were not trained to do so. We are a proud people here in Eastern Kentucky. We often won't ask for help, but we are also a caring people and jump in to help our neighbors in need without being asked. So yes, like the narrator in the rising who went in to the buildings to save their neighbors, we have done the same here many, many times, most recently with this flood. Parton released her 18th solo album entitled New Harvest First Gathering. It was a new beginning for her, for she had officially severed herself from her longtime professional partnership with Porter Wagner, who, in all fairness, helped launch her career when he brought her on his TV show in 1967 and set off for musical independence. It was her first self-produced album and although she credited her new music director at the time by the name of Greg Perry, her struggle for independence inspired one of the standout songs 
on the album. Light of a Clear Blue Morning was my song of deliverance, Dolly explained in her 2020 book, an autobiography song teller. I felt like I was trapped in a situation, but I needed to be free because God was calling me, life was calling me to something bigger. But I felt like my feet were nailed down to the floor. And although she considered Porter Wagner and his band as part of her family, her relationship with him was a contentious one, and they often butted heads all throughout her career by the choices she made. Even after she quit recording with him back in 1974 to focus on her own solo career, she still appeared on his show from time to time and allowed him to produce her own records. One night, Dolly told Porter Wagner that she wanted to split away, and she left his office and thought to herself what a long, dark night it had been. As she drove home, the clouds parted and the sun lit up the sky, and she said, I thought, well, if that ain't a sign, I don't know what is. So she began saying the words that eventually became the song, Light of a Clear Blue Morning. And yes, I know that we are all right now caught in a storm, literally and figuratively, and it is hard to see the light of a clear blue morning. But if we just keep pressing forward, and help each other out, we will eventually get to the light of a clear blue morning. part, Joe Cocker's spectacular cover of the Beatles song, With a Little Help from My Friends, is as innocent as the title may suggest. In fact, its theme is based partially on what the Beatles were going through in their own lives when they wrote and recorded it. See, Ringo Starr, the band's drummer, of course, provided the lead vocals on their version of the track. And while any of the four Beatles could serve as lead vocalists from time to time on any given song, traditionally Ringo was restricted to instruments, mainly the drums. As legend has it, he was quite uneasy in terms of recording this song, specifically his vocal performance. However, he was able to get through it and even drop a hit in the process, but with a little help from his friends, obviously the other three Beatles. But more to the point, the singer is depicted as someone who is going through a bad spot and is lonely. And the way the lyrics read are as if they may very well may be in a romantic sense. Or more specifically in terms of the storyline presented, it may seem that the narrator or singer of this song's lover may have left him and traveled far away. 
This, of course, has him troubled from an emotional standpoint, but he is able to get by with just a little help from his friends. And as I mentioned earlier, us folks in Eastern Kentucky, we're all neighbors, and we are all friends. And we, in situations like this and other tragedies, cannot get by on our own, but thankfully we do get by with a little help from our friends. Watch what you do if I sang out of tune. Would you stand up and walk out on me? Lend me your ears and I'll sing you a song. I will try not to sing out of key. David Bowie's song Heroes tells the story of a German couple who were so determined to be together during the war that they would meet almost daily in a safety tunnel at the Berlin Wall. Bowie, who was living in Berlin at the time in which he wrote and recorded this song, was inspired by an affair between his producer Tony Visanti and his backup singer Antonio Maz, who would kiss by the wall in front of Bowie as he looked out of the Hana studio window during the recording of this song and album in which it was on. Bowie didn't specifically mention Biscotti's role in inspiring this song until years later in 2003 when he told Performing Songwriter Magazine, quote, I'm allowed to talk about it now. I wasn't at the time. I always said if the couple of lovers by the Berlin Wall that prompted the idea, but actually, it was Tony Pisani and his girlfriend. Tony was married at the time and I could never say who it was, but I can say that the lovers were Tony and a German girl in which he had met while we were in Berlin recording the album. I did not ask his permission if I could say that. I think possibly the marriage was in its last few months and it was touching because I could see that Tony was very much in love with this girl and it was a relationship and a love that motivated this song. Now this on its face may not seem very inspirational. However, the song itself and the words can be interpreted in a way specifically the line, we can all be heroes just for one day because every day that we get up, we have a chance to make a difference in someone's life and we have a chance to be their hero. It does not need to be some grand gesture. It could just simply be checking in on them and saying, hey, are you okay? Or in the case of us now in Eastern Kentucky, taking water to somebody or cleaning supplies, donating money, or just showing up and giving them a hug.
Hold On is a song found on the 1990 album Mule Variations by singer-songwriter Tom Waits. It is a lovely ballad written with his wife, Kathleen Brennan, and it finds Tom somewhat in a straightforward mode, yet no less compelling like his other songs. In an interview with Newsweek, when the album was released in 1999, Waits said he felt that Hold On's message was an important one to deliver. Quote, I thought that was a good thing to say in a song. Hold on. We're all holding on to something. None of us want to come out of the ground. Weeds are holding on. Everything is holding on. I thought that was a real positive thing to say. I considered it an optimistic song. Take my hand, stand right here, and hold on. Well, that's what we're doing here in Eastern Kentucky right now. We're holding on. When the waters came up, people literally were holding on to whatever they could, whether it be a tree, a part of their home, holding on to just the roof of their home because it was the only thing that was not underwater. They held on to the ropes that the National Guard dropped from their helicopters, 700 to be exact. They held on to the boat that their neighbor pulled up in, the kayak, whatever they could. And now that the waters have receded, they are holding on, not just to each other, but to the hope that it will get better. She said, baby, I still love you. Sometimes there's nothing left to do. Oh, but you got to know. We gotta hold on and take my hand Standing right here, gotta hold on Well, God bless your crooked little heart St. Louis got the best of me I miss your broken shine, boys How I wish you were still here with me take a very brief break now normally in a episode like this i wouldn't run an ad but like i said previously any money generated from this episode for as long as it plays will be given to the recovery effort to our friends in eastern kentucky and the only way for this episode to generate money is to play this ad so just bear with it for maybe 45 seconds and we'll be back with more songs of hope and ways in which you can help. Bob Marley's song, Three Little Birds, obviously is a classic song that brings happiness to most who ever hear it, which actually is exactly how Marley intended it. Bob Marley was a preacher of love and letting your worries float away. And Three Little Birds says it clearly, don't worry about a thing because every little thing is going to be all right. This song is widely seen as one of, if not Bob Marley's best songs, and is likely his most famous. 
Its first appearance was on his album Exodus back in 1977, but it was later released as a single in 1980, three years later. And it became popular among almost everyone at that time. But it truly exploded in popularity after Marley's untimely death just a year later in 1981. And 41 years later, it can be heard at about any beach bar or island resort in the world. The meaning, the exact meaning of this song may be up for a small debate. There's two stories about it. The first is that the meaning of the three little birds comes from Bob Marley's friend, Tony Gilbert. He says that Bob wrote the song about three actual birds who came and sat at his windowsill when he lived on Hope Road in Kingston, Jamaica. The other meaning suggests that Bob wrote the song about the L3s, the female backup singers who accompanied him on the road and in the studio at this time. The I3s were consisted of his wife, Rita, as well as Judy Mawat and Marcy Griffiths. Oftentimes, Bob would refer to these three singers as three little birds, and a lot of people can think that he wrote this song about them. Regardless of the meaning behind the song, its intentions was to help people try to look ahead to the future and realize that the present may not necessarily be the future. Don't worry, be happy. Every little thing is gonna be all right. storm, be it a real one such as recently hit Easter Kentucky or a metaphorical storm in which we are going through in our personal lives such as sickness or death, financial hardship or anything else. It can be so difficult for us to keep hope alive during these times. Brandy Carlisle talks about this in her song, The Eye. For she writes, it breaks my heart to see a dear old friend Go down the worn out place again. Do you know the sound of a closing door? Have you heard the sound somewhere before? Do you wonder if she knows you anymore? I wrapped your love around me like a chain, but I never was afraid that it would die. For you can dance in a hurricane, 
but only if you're standing in the eye. So yes, we can find moments of calm and moments of hope in the storms of life. Moments that allow us to dance in the eye of a hurricane. I wrapped your love around me like a chain But I never was afraid it would die You can dance in a hurricane But only if you're standing in the eye Where did you learn to walk? Folks in Eastern Kentucky, even when they don't face a natural disaster, oftentimes have obstacles that they have to overcome just in their daily lives. And we have an old saying here, if today doesn't do me in, meaning if we can just get through today, tomorrow may very well be our day. It may just be a better day. We have to tell ourselves this oftentimes just to get through today. We have to hope that tomorrow will be better. We have to hope and we have to believe that as long as we can get through today, we can begin our path and our journey to a better day just as soon as we wake up tomorrow. Kentuckian Ian Noe beautifully captured this song titled If Today Doesn't Do Me In a few years ago on his debut album. He talks about people in each of the verses that are going through something horrible in their life, but they are keeping hope alive because if they can just get till tomorrow and as long as today doesn't do them in, they will be okay. The very first verse talks appropriately about someone standing on an old country road in a heavy rain, just trying to get through it and hoping that today doesn't do them in. In a heavy rain standing off an old county road Set a high rolling river so swift was a hitchhiking stranger, quite pale from the cold, on a cane trying to thumb down a lift. 
Well, I pulled up beside him, let my window on down to the rain and the bone-chilling wind. He said, you look out for warm this late winter storm, which way are you hit, my friend? Right up to the spotlight, drinking all that Coke and gin. Be a suit when man with gold in my hand if today doesn't do me in. Just before he entered the studio to record his album Full Moon Fever, an arsonist burned down Tom Petty's house while he was in it with his family as well as their housekeeper. Everyone escaped, however. Tom Petty was badly shaken from this incident and spent much of the next few months driving between hotel rooms and a house he and his family were renting. It was on these drives that he came up with many of the songs that made it on Full Moon Fever. The Fire was a huge influence of these songs, especially on the song, I Won't Back Down. For Tom Petty felt grateful to be alive, but he was also traumatized understandably so, considering someone had tried to kill him. The song I Won't Back Down was Tom Petty's way of reclaiming his life and getting past tragedy and torment. And I'm telling you folks right now that us people in Eastern Kentucky are a strong and determined people, and we will not back down. Now, our backs may be against the wall. We may literally be standing in the gates of hell meaning we are standing in the wreckage of our lives and loss of our loved ones. But we will not back down from this or anything else that has hit us in the past or will hit us in the future. For we as a collective unit will not, will we ever back down. have a couple songs left to play and this next one is a song by the killers called rut now i understandably slow i've almost everyone i've came in contact the last few days whether they were directly or indirectly affected by this tragic flood they just have for lack of a better term a cloud of depression hanging around and on them whether we personally suffer tragedy or not, we know and care for someone, many other people to be exact, that did. And it's hard, very hard in times like this, not to get down and out 
and quite honestly, to be depressed. And before we close today, I want to take a minute to talk to anyone out there that is dealing with depression. Now, me personally, this is something that I have dealt with for decades, and I'm gonna just go ahead and share my story with you folks at this time, for it feels appropriate now more so than any other time. Uh, I really, really dealt with a dark and deep depression for many years, and several years ago it led to insomnia and I just flat out wouldn't get more than one or two hours of sleep a night and this lasted for almost a year. I was self-medicating by drinking bottles of NyQuil and taking anything I could get my hands on thinking it might knock me out and I could sleep, but it did not work. And I was at my wit's end and I drove to Hazard ARH because they do have a psychiatric unit there, fully determined with my mind, my, my mind made up to self-commit myself there but something spoke to me with my hand on the actual door and told me to drive back to my hometown in jackson and go to a particular clinic that had several doctors and nurse practitioners on staff and just tell them that i needed to see the first one that was available now me personally i think this was probably the lord talking to me whether it was or not it was a higher being so i did that and the person that actually saw me that day was someone with whom I was familiar with who literally was my neighbor. And I told this person what I was going through. And the first words out of her mouth were, do you mind if we pray? And I did not mind at all. And we did and we prayed and I cried. My eyes out right there in that doctor's office. And she went on to tell me her story how she dealt with the same things that I was dealing with. And she said, do you mind if we try some medicine that I take that has helped me on you for 30 days? And I did. And it's helped me get better, along with going to counseling regularly. And my point of this is to say, I know many of you, not just because of this tragedy, but because of other things in life, feel depressed right now, you feel down and out and hopeless, please do not keep that bottled up so many years like I did. Speak to somebody, whether it is a healthcare professional or someone you love. If you don't think you have anybody else, send me a message. Just message me if you've got my phone number or on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. I want all those things and say, hey, I'm having a hard time. I will listen because sometimes that's all it takes to get better. And I didn't mean to ramble on. I just felt in my heart that I needed to share that with you all right now. And there's so many songs out there about being down and out and depressed and trying to overcome that. But as someone who has dealt with that and is dealing with it still today, the way I feel is captured more accurately in the killer song Rut than any other song I've ever heard. So we'll play a little bit about that right now and we'll come back with a special message as well as song from the local honeys to close out this episode.
turn it over to local honeys i want to reiterate on ways that you can help you've helped simply by listening to this episode because it has generated a little money for the cause of the flood recovery and cleanup in eastern kentucky if you're physically able and want to help i suggest just coming on in to breathitt county perry county knock county or letcher county it won't take you long to find a place that needs help with cleanup or with just helping get food or personal care items or sanitizing items to these folks. If you want to donate money and you're out of the listening area and can't physically get here or just ain't physically able to help us, there is a link to one of the many organizations collecting money for the cleanup in the show notes, and that is Aspire Appalachia out of Jackson, my hometown. They will, and they have been donating every cent that they receive in donations to the folks in need. And without further ado, here are the local honeys with a special message and song for all of us here in Eastern Kentucky trying to remain hopeful. Thank you all for listening. This has been That One Show with Brian Combs and we will hopefully get back to our regularly scheduled programming next week. Hey y'all, it's uh, the Local Honeys, Montana and Linda Jean here. Uh, we are currently on tour. We are in the beautiful state of Montana, enjoying some beautiful scenery, meeting wonderful people, and playing some great shows. Uh, but our hearts and our minds are back home in Kentucky uh, specifically in Eastern Kentucky and Virginia, where many friends and family and loved ones have experienced um, horrific loss in the flooding that happened this week. Um, if you're not aware, um, there are multiple counties in Eastern Kentucky that are completely flooded. Um, we just experienced a historical flood last year, and so a lot of these communities are still rebuilding. Uh, we felt pretty helpless, and it has consumed our minds and our hearts. Um, every time we open up our phones, we are fighting back tears um, at all the photos shared and the stories. Um, so we wanted to do a very small thing with what we have and what we can do. Um, and we want to play a song. 
even if it seems kind of silly. Um, but we want to play a song and, and flood your news feed with messages of hope and joy and positivity, as well as links and accesses, access to donation sites and resources around the region. Um, we're going to nominate some friends and hopefully they'll, they'll share a song that they love or they can do a version of this song if they want. Um, but we hope it gets the message across and it, it reaches lots of people and people dig deep in their pockets to help these communities because it's going to take a lot of effort. Yeah. And we're um, looking forward to coming home and, and helping rebuild and, and lifting our neighbors up. So hang in there. Yeah. Hopefully this song will offer you a little bit of joy and a little bit of solace and maybe hopefully you'll sing along. Sometimes it makes you feel better to sing. Sunny side of life. If we'll keep on the sunny side. 